guys want to get started, WAP, I need you to start off with, I shaved my balls for this because it's a running joke and it's very funny to me. Okay. Hey, can you guys hear this? Yes. Hear what? Oh, shit. I almost drowned. <laughs> oh, fuck. I tried to gurgle water and I almost drowned. Fuck me. his own dick. Confirmed. Oh, that would have <laughs> been rough. Oh, mm. my God. Uh, speaking of rough, you know what's not rough? My balls, because I shaved them for this. Mm. Nice. Roll right into it. Welcome back to the Clone and Correct podcast. Clone and Correct classroom, I reckon. Episode two, maybe. FNAF. We'll see. Considering it. <sighs> With me tonight, we have 7.7. Ethan Doors is our fucking producer, editor, money launderer, helps <laughs> us with everything. He's going to be here. He might be talking, might not. He's a mysterious little bastard. We have Harambe's big return with us as well. We also have Tactical Norwegian, a.k.a. Wes. Wes, I'll let you introduce yourself in a second. And also we have Zach the Great. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for joining us. I'll let you guys introduce yourself. This Clone and Crick classroom is going to be kind of like long-range, a little bit of shit-talking. Uh, those that don't know, this is re- we record pre-ahead of time. So today, not to date an episode or anything and make Ethan look like or whatever, make us look lazy. It's what it is what it is. Um, today is the day that Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty on all five charges. And, and this uh, is got, before the rioting started. Yeah, this is pre-rioting <laughs> um, that we're assuming is coming. carrier ready. <laughs> Fucking rifles on deck. Yeah. So, uh, Zach, go ahead. Introduce yourselves. A little bit of background on which... Experiences, your experience, the what kind of role from there? All right, yeah. So I'm a uh, Zach Zach the Great on Instagram. I fucking couple years military. I was loving Bravo in, in the army, and then uh, got into kind of reaching out with AR. It's kind of a recce type role, shooting a whole lot of that type of shit here lately. So that's about all there is to say. Ready, and Wes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a uh, Tactical Norwegian uh, on Instagram. My name is Wesley. Um, also prior military. Also army. Not infantry. I hope you're uh, sitting down, Zach. Uh, I'm a scout. I'm a 19 Delta, so I'm fucking disgusting. <laughs> uh, oh, buddy, I'm going to have some fun with that later. Uh, actually, you know what? You know, jokes aside, I didn't get to do the whole scout life. I did uh, I did my time at 2 Infantry Battalion in their scout platoon. Oh, nice. So, like, yeah, so I, I actually sat in an infantry unit which was hilarious and then when i went to sniper school they put me in their sniper section nice and it was like yeah it was like i'm just i, I spent my entire fucking career with infantry man i i don't even know what it's like to be a scout fair enough <laughs> i have Let's a best stay. friend who uh was a scout and it involves emcs sync strikers every day pretty much that yeah. right that sounds correct. sort of like infantry you uh sit on a curb <laughs> yeah and sweep right. yeah <laughs> Dude, I raked so much fucking dirt. I was a shit bag back then. Yeah. I'm a <laughs> shit bag now. Isn't that a coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> um, so most of our viewers are like, like, I'm not gonna try and like put him into a I don't know, uh fucking what is the word? Uh stereotype him. Well, yeah, that's me. Hi, I'm retarded. Uh, but like stereotype him. Hi, retarded. Uh, yeah, but I think they're kind of retarded and they might not have all that cash to get get the guns and shit. But 
I see all this shit on YouTube. Cool motherfuckers blasting targets from like 600 yards away. And that's like a football field times six. And it's really fucking cool. But they don't want to spend a whole lot of money on it. See, that's something like, I actually was going to bring up while we were here, too. It's like kind of your basic bitch, like 16-inch AR. That's really yeah. underrated for how capable it is, just to be honest. All right, yeah. Dude, so I was going to, we have two different, agree. <laughs> two different mindsets, two different people here. Say I'm giving you, fuck. What'd you guys say? 1500 Yeah. 1500 to two grand, glass and scope. <clears throat> what would you guys get? Shit. I'm staring at my gun right now, and it's like, I don't know, sixteen, seventeen hundred out the box, like just done. Yeah. What'd you guys get? I mean, right now I'm working on this uh, 16 inch recce that I've been kind of piecing together, and it's got a vortex razor up top, and then a Criterion 16 inch barrel. Okay. I've so got a power razor. If you don't mind me uh, asking, uh, just the Gen 2 one to six. It's mm, the um, nice. what is it? VMR two, I think. The mill reticle. Yeah. Mm, good choice. Thank you. Yeah, mine's mine's a little simpler than that. Even I've got a fucking unbranded Anderson receiver set, the old Midwest handguard I had, and then a an eighteen inch ballistic advantage. Dude, those BA uh, barrels fucking hammer though. I'll tell you what, man. Seventy seven grain SMKs, federal loadings mm-hmm. will give mm-hmm. me pretty consistent three quarter MOA grooves. Which oh, I don't doubt it for a second. Yeah, and then on top of that, I got a PRI three hole riser, some badger rings, and a fucking nice. loophole. Mark three, three to nine. Hell yeah. Mill dot reticle. We'll kill. <laughs> but I mean, up here in Colorado, man, I mean, I've already run this gun with 77 SMKs out to a grand. Exactly. Have, you, have you shot, have you shot TMKs yet? The no, that's, I haven't been able to track down any components to get someone to reload them for me and fucking finding it boxed is even more possible. <laughs> No, that's the thing, too. Um, fucking, what is, what's his, his user? Big Fat Fuck on Instagram. Andrew? Oh, yeah. Good Who? dude. Speaking his, of, um, why does everybody right? know him? <laughs> right? Dude, everyone knows our fucking corporate sponsor. Right? But, yeah, I forget he's a sponsor for this, too. But um, in any case, like his Mark 12 Mod 1, before he switched to the 15-1 Recce, it was, he was running a BA barrel in it and just fucking drilling holes and everything, man. Yeah. Honestly, like I, I have only run BAs for the last three years now, and yeah. they've never disappointed me. And my girlfriend's got a, and this isn't saying much, but she's got like a Palmetto State Upper, just a sixteen yeah. inch, and she's got a an old school Viper. Was it one to four on there? Yeah. And it, I mean, the gun's solid. She uses it for three gun and shit. But I mean, at best, some Magtech fifty fives gives her like two, two and a quarter groups at a hundred. Yeah, but I'm running a fucking Sig MSR red dot with no magnifier, a 14.5 BA barrel, same ammo, and getting like inch and a half. Yeah. So See, she she gets all mad at me too. She's think- like, "You're a sniper. It's uh, easier for you." And I was like, first of all, like, <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here with that." Like, <laughs> well, actually, something that people don't know is Wes is the tallest human being on Earth. So he stands uh, up in the clouds. So he just shoots down on stuff. It just makes it easier. Yeah, oh, everything everything I do is elevation. just high angle. Yeah, I it's just you. low low atmosphere high angle shooting, um, plunging nice. fire mostly. Nice. And, you're uh, like a, you're like a mortar. Actually, the shortest. So yes, it's all uphill, dude. 
(laughs) (laughs) Maybe someday we'll shoot at each other and meet in the middle. You know. So what you're saying is, if someone's like wanting to get into long range and they have an AR sitting there, just nice, nice fucking set of glass away from being able to do it. Dude, I don't even think a nice set of glass is even a requirement. Look, I I teach like an intro level long distance class. And, uh, dude, you'd be surprised how many people show up to my class with like a fucking, like a Weaver three to nine from like the sixties and shit, like literally tensionless turrets and just fine crosshairs. (laughs) And these dudes are banging out like 800 and shit. It's like, (laughs) you really like, I really wish people understood that like, yeah, the good equipment's nice. I've got a razor gen two, you know, what is it? 3.5 to 18. (laughs) And that thing fucks. That's probably one of the most incredible pieces of glass I've ever owned. But I don't need it to shoot. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> no one really does. So you no, can't see, buy that's a skill. Thing, dude. Like everyone has it in their head here lately that like, if you want to get into long range, you need a fucking like a custom built action and you need a Horus reticle in your scope and a fuck like all this shit. Not really. I mean, yeah, you dude, can reach it, out and talk some shit with a pretty basic rig. And honestly, basic long distance knowledge i see that a lot people show up to my class and i'll be like all right so here's you know we're going to compensate for distance don't dial for wind because that's fucking stupid and uh you know we're just gonna we're gonna get some simple weather data from this little fucking kestrel drop you know it's pretty simple and they're like what about spin drift first of all shoot at 400 yards like so the fuck (laughs) (laughs) let's let's take some sauce off the top there you know sure we're checking 100 yards yeah oh i think i think my favorite I think my favorite instance of like students out outthinking themselves. I taught a class and I always tell my students, like, I don't give a fuck what the weather is. If I'm there, I'm teaching. It's an outdoor class. Let's do this. Yeah. Like I'll sit and, sh- and shoot with you as long as you want. And, uh, it starts raining on us and it, it, you know, the squall passes. So now it's just, just steady rain. There's like no wind. And, yeah. uh, I'm on glass and this dude's shooting at like 800 yards. And I'm like, Hey man, I was like, there's no wind. Do me a favor. Send it up the middle. No wind left or right, right. Dead center hold. He's like, how can you tell what the wind is doing? It's like the raindrops are coming straight around. Like it's, <laughs> he was like, what? he's like, what happens if my bullet hits the raindrop? And I was like, first of all, that raindrop is a fucking memory. Okay. Like that's nothing that raindrop's going to be able to do against your bullet. You know, he's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe you should go ahead and hold a mill high. You know, like just listen to me, dude. <laughs> fucking, what's the humidity? It's a hundred percent. Just fucking shoot. Like, God's crying because you're retarded. Let's go. <laughs> that, that reminds no. me. If you've never seen it, I put it in general. If you guys have never seen it, uh, listening, just look up Polonar Tactical Sniper. It's oh, it's the God. guy from Polonar Tactical. I think his name's Ziga. He like has his like it's it gets it's pretty comedic. He like gets his rifle out, dials the turrets, gets his bipod set up, gets his rear sandbag, gets the rangefinder out, gets his everything out, measures his penis with a ruler, measures something else with a ruler. And then shoots a piece of paper about eight feet away. Yeah, it's, it's very. It's you see it a lot, like going out to not even public ranges, but like paid ranges. Like people will just go way overboard and then just punch paper at like fifty yards, and it's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. My yeah. favorite thing was uh, <clears throat> breaking out a kestrel and uh, a labradar and all that, and I'm like, sweet, so we're doing some low development, and he breaks out a box of fucking uh, Federal Fusion. 
to sight in his oh. uh, to sight in his oh. fucking scope right <laughs> his fucking hunting rifle <laughs> I was like whoa Ooh, easy there bud what the fuck are we doing <laughs> slow your fucking roll there Chris Kyle <laughs> man I don't feel so good all this PTSD's got me fucked up can I borrow your truck I'm going to Waterburger. the worst part about that day was i'm sitting there with my stepbrother who's fucking 11 he's shooting an ar and he's smoking it and i'm like how the fuck are you doing this he's like it's just like Fortnite." and i about started my clock that night he's fucking weird shit (laughs) but he's not wrong is the funny part yeah (laughs) i wish i could shoot in the third person that'd be way cooler Oh, See, that's the fuck that's yeah. another thing too is like people want to sit here and make like even long range in any of it really run a handgun fast people want to sit there and be like it's so difficult and you have to do no the fuck it's not yeah it's the same no, fucking seriously. fundamentals you line the sights up and slap the trigger like it's not a fucking hard process honestly i tell people all the time the the hardest part about shooting long distance is understanding it yeah, yeah all, all you're doing when you're when you're down there in the prone right feeling like fucking vasily sightsev himself is like you're you're just all you're doing is just prepping the gun right the gun's always right and then you just do your basic shit like it's no more difficult than zeroing your ar on the flat range to go do dweeb shit for instagram like yeah it's the same fucking process and i i I see this a lot guys that run bolt action rifles so get out there and they get so excited to shoot and they'll be like oh and they immediately (laughs) rip that bolt Dude, they rip that motherfucker so hard. And of course, your shell casing bangs off the fucking receiver. It goes back into the thing backwards. <laughs> and then they're sitting there trying to jam. The, you know, it's they got a classic reverse fucking brass double feed thing. And they're sitting there just hammering this rounded. I'm like, stop. Like, why? <laughs> it's not a fucking nail, dude. Like, chill. And he's like, oh, I'm just excited. I'm like, you're literally shooting the most boring fucking thing. Just wow, chill, dude. You're yeah, light a cigar. Something Hang like out. 308 at a hundred yards like congratulations <laughs> you're you're fucking remington 730 is he cutting out for anybody else or is that just me yeah yeah i anyway, got a little but she oh, up for a sec wait <laughs> Oh, we'll get that figured out it's all good, but Zach, you were a yeah, little bit uh, infantry, right? Yes. How well, how much time did you do? Uh, just four years. I was in and out, dude. Means okay. he's smart. <laughs> <laughs> smart. <laughs> no, bro, you got to re-enlist and then double down on your Mustang payments. Fuck yeah. that. Thirty <laughs> percent interest rate. You know, no, it maxes that. out at twenty six six. Yeah, that's something that. I used to shit on it, but the more I've thought about it as I got older, I'm like, you know, it's not a fucking terrible idea. Is the kid that gets out of basic and goes to his fucking hometown car lot and gets something on allotments so that whenever he gets out, he's got a pretty new car fucking paid off. Yeah. Like, yeah, there are worse ideas. On, on I don't one even hand, know what it's, it's stupid. Is. I get it. Oh, they just take it automatically out of your check so you don't even see it. But. Oh. On one hand, it, yes, it's kind of stupid, but on the other, he's kind of setting himself up for success once he gets out because God knows nobody's going to re-enlist on purpose anymore. What uh, what years were you in, Zach? Uh, uh, 2011 through 2014. Okay. So I got you. I'm just ahead of you, 10 to 13. Uh, okay. That, but I was asking because, like, I fuck, I got out in 13, 
I was talking to the retention officer and he's like, Whoa, what do you want to do? And I was like, fucking send me to Korea or Germany. I'd like to have a great time for once. <laughs> and uh, What had me laughing is he's like, no, we're not sending guys there. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? It's like, those are black. I was like, fuck it. I'm from Texas. Send me to hood. And he's like, no. And I was like, there's something up. Like, I don't know <laughs> what it is. Yeah. He's like, best we can do is Wainwright. And I was like, at this Ooh. point, I'd already been on a vacation to Alaska. I saw sublime with Rome in Anchorage, Alaska. 2009. Nice. Hell yeah. The thing that had me fucked up is the chick I was hanging out with. She's like, we finished the show, right? And she's like, yeah, you want to get something? I was like, fuck it. Let's go ahead to Chili's or something. You know, I've got like post-deployment cash sitting in my back pocket. It's like, let's go get weird. Yeah. She's like, yeah, Chili's isn't open. It's 3 a.m. I was like, I looked up. I was like, what? It's fucking this. It looked like like six o'clock. I was like, wow, no. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to go like shoot a caribou? <laughs> Fuck, we almost hit a moose on our way to Fairbanks. Good God. You mean a horse with antlers? Those things fucking terrify me. No, mm. I mean a school no, bus. They're bigger than a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just put it this way if we hit it and her little fucking Subaru, that bitch would have fallen over and landed on the trunk. Like, what a ballsy young man going going with someone that drives a Subaru. You like to live life First dangerously. First of all, it's don't Alaska. You? Oh, yeah, 100%, dude. If she didn't got blue hair and fucking daddy issues, I ain't about it. <laughs> Nah, he's got Man a point. Culture. He's out of line, but he's right. <laughs> <laughs> These are old codes, but they check out. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I think like getting into long range. If you were to build a build, buy a rifle. What would you get? Hmm. Uh, usually did, what I we recommend did, is we did uh, like low cost Tikas. We did low cost, which is. Take your fucking AR and put a scope on it. Yeah. Right? Now let's do high cost. Money's not an issue. This doesn't apply mm. to our listeners, but it's a fun little exercise. <laughs> we none of you fucking idiots have any money. Uh, don't worry, I wouldn't give it to you either. Um, none of us have any money either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally. I don't know, Zach. What would you do? What would you build? Um, I'd probably go off a of fucking defiance action. Run like a Bartlean barrel, maybe a proof. Okay. More than likely MDT or XLR for the chassis and then stick an attacker up front or on top of me. Okay. And I can't forget do, the Otter uh, Creek Labs can, you know, yeah, for of course. our corporate Speaking overlord. Of, we'd, like to thank, <laughs> we'd like to thank our corporate sponsor, Otter Creek Labs. Uh, keep hitting them up in the DMs for actually sending us money or product because so far he hasn't. Keep harassing him on the Loudenser <laughs> development. Yeah, yeah, the loud he touches the loud my butt pretty often, so I think that's payment. Enough. So we give him sexual favors. And this no, bastard won't make those. and this bastard won't make us a loudener. Well, it's, I mean, it's I actually think... loudener, sir. So yeah, I want okay. a loudener. <laughs> I want it made. Suppressor, you have to get the name right. Oh, I, I was about to make an it's ma'am joke. I think he already <laughs> makes one, dude. It's called a muzzle brake. Yeah, oh, no, I want an empty tube. You know, on works. that, I've had an empty form one tube sitting around for a hot minute now. Do it. And I really want to make a dildo cannon out of it. Yes. <laughs> so and you've been talking about that idea for the better part of two years. Fucking do it. Uh, it's so fucking cheap to do it, too. Just get like a beat ass stripped upper, like a Bear Creek seven and a half inch barrel. And I'm, I'm in business. A, I'm going to stuff a flashlight with full of uh, steel wool like the Soviets did. Nice. Ooh. Ever see one of the grease gun suppressors? It was just basically oh, a bunch of different layers of mesh. 
No. Yes. Or is, or is that yes. Greaseskin or is that something else? I think it is Greaseskin. Was it the SW76? That might is have it? been it. I don't know. I just remember it was a Forgotten Weapons video. Because those things like it was made of sheet fuck. Metal. <laughs> Old Swedish K. OSS M3 suppressors. Very, very interesting and very easy to make. So you guys out there should definitely not commit felonies in your garage. Felonies are gay and cringe. Don't do them. Misdemeanors <laughs> much more appealing. Yeah. Misdemeanors, you still get to keep your guns when you beat the charge. Bye-bye. Just be a good noodle. <laughs> mm. Just be Italian. I know all about good noodles. Oh, here we go. I don't know if that was an Italian joke or a gay joke, but exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. I don't know why he keeps me around at this point, because there ain't no good noodle here. No proud meat. Oh. You talk about proud meat? Yeah, of course. About proud meat. Can you give? Can, oh. you give, can you give the people the definition of proud meat? All right, people. So the definition of proud meat, right? You take your your best, right? Your your A game. You you pump some some fucking jacked, right? Some jack three D. You fucking boof that. <laughs> you fucking you just you. get fucking pumped. And then, of course, you turn on whatever porn of preference you have, right? So for me, it's this isn't trad pilled. <laughs> no, it, this is this is a mixture of gas station pills and backwoods ingenuity, you know. So oh anyway, you fucking get your best porn going. I usually get like a like a hair tie, wrap up my nuts, and turn on some dungeon porn, and I get a <laughs> fucking triumphant hard on, right? Just like the biggest, most impressive pile of fucking sad <laughs> meat you can find, and then and then you you take your hand at the base of your dick, and you you wrap all four fingers and thumb around that, you know, like you're gonna fly an airplane. And then proud meat is the remaining <laughs> ick sticking up above your fist. Now, what's interesting is I don't have proud meat, but my girlfriend is incredibly short. <laughs> so she says I have proud meat, which makes me very happy. <laughs> I'm in business, boys. So guys, we're learning about what I want you to do. But I want you to do since Andrew at Otter Creek Labs send us anything i want you to take a picture of your proud meat and send it to him that's at <laughs> otter creek labs on instagram tell him the cloning correct boy sent you and you're just gonna see like a quarter inch of pee holes sticking up over my fucking knuckles <laughs> <laughs> have you seen uh tony cowan posted uh, uh elk he shot with a 300 prc today and boy, yeah. oh boy, does that fuck some shit up. Oh my god. Dude, I was looking at that picture and I'm sitting here thinking like, like don't get me wrong, I fully support it. I'm a big like, get your biggest, heaviest gun out. Like That's that's yeah. the shit I'm about. When I deployed to Afghanistan I was a fucking 240 gunner. I could give a shit about there the weight go. of the gun. Moist. However, I'm looking at this thing and he's got this AI and 300, I think it was 300 normal, right? Uh, 300 I think it was PRC. PRC. Was it PRC? Anyway, so he's got this fucking AI gun chambered in some 30 and it's just like the gun is bigger than fuck sitting in front of this bigger than fuck elk. And I'm like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. You know, you always see these dudes and they're like, well, my Christensen arms rifle. Uh, oh no. I yeah. Fucking hate that. I, I blasted <laughs> it with my, with my three, three, eight Norma Magnum. And it's like, Oh, you fucking poon. Like <laughs> I don't even work out, but like quit. <sighs> Shut up. I hate you. <laughs> if your gun's not heavy, you're just a puss. Hey, oh, that's definitely. That's another. Th I see people focusing on that, and it's the weirdest fucking thing to me. Is My like how is, 
how light can I make this to the point that it's bordering on uncontrollable? Yeah. Well, that's what <laughs> I like, People, everyone's like, oh, when I'm walking in the woods, it's like, first off, fat ass, you don't. So stop like bullshitting <laughs> yourself. We all know you're happy <laughs> out of your camper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm about to put one of the B5 precision stocks on my 14.5. Dude, those things just, are nice. Just oh, for the adjustable cheek rest. Yeah, those things are stupid nice. Yeah, I was playing around with one on that ER10 I built. Those things are fucking sweet. Shout out to people. I don't know what you said, but I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't either. I heard shout out to B5. Yeah, well, that's yeah. important. That's, that's yes. You're back. That's the bulk of it. I, so... <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think people underestimate how good ARs are. And we're, we're really talk are, about, man. We're talking about like reasonable accuracy needed for an AR. Like, if we're gonna be honest, an AR is what it's killing. It where does it stop killing? About six hundred yards. Oh, further than that, I'd say eight. Yeah, eight hundred. You could stretch an AR to eight hundred. I mean, if you're running like something with a really fucking high DC, like the uh, 77 grain tip match kings, no, that's not hitting that. If you're running like with the right barrel, the right ammo, you can fucking hammer shit way the hell out. So at that point, maybe a one MOA gun is important. I was going to say, if you're reasonable accuracy, like your reasonable fucking, like the range where you could kill something with it is 600. Two MOA gun is more. Two and a half MOA is good for you. Yeah, eighteen inches across, right? Yeah, ain't gonna hit reason. someone. In, ain't gonna hit someone in the head, but that's all good. Aim for the gut. Yeah, Shoot them in the balls. I mean, the thing is, is you're running a semi-automatic gas gun too. So if you fucking hang around, it's not like you're losing a bunch of time for a follow-up shot. <laughs> yeah, well, and and that's even something I tell my students too. Is like a follow-up shot in many instances, especially for like a six-five. Yeah, like your your point of efficiency right there, right? The ability to like match that rate of fire and still mm-hmm. maintain accuracy kind of breaks at like 500 yards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I think a, a half decent bolt gun shooter can follow up about as fast and just as accurate as a, any gas gun guy, you know, oh, yeah. at target 500 and beyond. So it's like inside that, that 500, 400 mark. <coughs> yeah, just fucking smash. Yeah. Who was it that made that video sword or whatever? Those three consecutive know. shots with a suppressed 308, and it is pew, pew pew, and then you hear it go ting 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 off the steel. I was impressed. I used to, I used to do that with a uh, 1022 shooting fucking subs, it was super fun. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing I, uh, is I shot a 10 millimeter, and we had the sun tour back, ooh. and uh, you could see the bullet fly. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, sick as that. shit. And it, well, looks that's like like, an, it looks like an airsoft BB, and then it hits the fucking yeah. brake rotor you're aiming at, and it you know what explodes. Brake rotor? Shit. Ah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Bag dump into trash. The yeah. other thing that gives you that effect nice. is uh, if you shoot with a weapon light. Yeah. Because the yeah. subtle strobing, and you can just watch the projectile. Yeah, what are you doing? You're not even aiming. I'm walking it in, you bastard. Fuck off. <laughs> What's <laughs> hot on <laughs> If you go to the USPSA matches and there's the old guys with the 1911s, but they're shooting yeah. those fucking uh, red federal dog dick rounds. I really like those. Paintball gun at the target, too. <laughs> <laughs> the forbidden paintball gun. I kind of like shooting Syntec. Ain't horrible. 
they suppress really well. Really? Like really, really well for some, well, it's like 150 grain, nine mil and shit like that. And like 158. So that'd be yeah. why, but yeah, I think, uh, are you guys like, there's two thoughts. You like a break or a suppressor on a uh, precision gun. Hmm? Depends on what I'm doing. Honestly, uh, fucking around on the range. Let's let's be honest. No one's going to be oh, shooting. suppressor all the, all day. Suppressor. Yeah. Or now Anytime competition. Like, around. Like, Even competition stuff like that. Still a suppressor. It's whenever you're getting into running and gunning, and I'm trying to cut as much length off of that rig as I can. That a break really kind of comes in and shines. My thing is, why am I going to have a, a suppressor on my gun to save my ears? The next twenty fucking dudes over here have fucking eight port breaks trying to blow out the next county <laughs> over fucking eardrums, you know? <laughs> yeah. See, that's suppressors are kind of in there with night vision too, in the category of they're really fun as long as you're not the only one with them. Yeah. I don't have any enough rich friends where it's uh worth it to get a uh, night vision. Yeah, I want some in a raffle. And like one other guy I know has some, so it's like, well, fuck. What brand of night vision? Um, fuck, it's a West fo- left. I think we lost uh, Wes. Yeah. God damn it. it! I'm sure he'll be back. We can talk about uh, <laughs> what anime till then. Something, something we know all of our followers love. Ooh. Anime titties. Anime titties. Oh my word! Can I get can I get everyone to whisper anime titties on the count of three, please? Ethan left. One of our guests left. I'm in control. No, I'm here. I'm here. I heard it. Oh, fuck. I don't approve <laughs> of it, but I heard it. <laughs> you know, fuck. Can we say, can we all do anime titties on the count of three? Ethan's a virgin. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> on the count of three, can we do anime titties? One, two, three. Anime titties. Anime titties. Anime titties. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look here. <laughs> look here. <laughs> Why? Why would you we say, can say that? Because I said anime titties. They're going to make them bleep it, and then no one's going to hear it. Why would you do that? I said, I said anime titties. Who said Prove the bad wrong. word? I, I didn't said hear any faggot. bad word. Not a bad Someone's, word. No one said faggot, and you might as well say anime titties. At that point. God damn it, oh, you can say man. You can't say... Uh, you can't say... <laughs> because Instagram <laughs> will straight up yeet your account temporarily. Can, can we say anime titties? No, no. no. You spell it. Why would you say that? Shit! <laughs> it's like all of this section right fucking here needs to get. <laughs> I think. I think. Okay, listen. Instead of a beep this time, I'm just gonna put anime titties over whatever the word was. Yeah. The audience will think we've only said anime titties and freaked out about it. Anime titties. <laughs> Who just did that? Silence in the Man, room. Whoever so just said that, say that again. Anime titties. Ah, there's your sound Perfect. bite, Ethan. All right, so anyway, I Man, think this, we, we can talk about it here. This, this censorship shit that Ethan's doing, it's going to be like, man, so Rittenhouse, you know, he was found innocent and all the anime titties started rioting <laughs> and got really mad. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh. No! <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't imply say, the word! So, yeah, you don't know which of the slurs we were going to say. Shout out to all the guys at Spotify listening right now, because I'm about to bring up Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, we aren't going to promote violence, because we know you don't like that, you sneaky little... Anime titties. Um, God! <laughs> sneaky little anime titties. <laughs> I'm done. But anyway, we ain't going to promote violence because that's a uh, round upon. But uh, what we are going to do we're is not we're going to talk we're about not gonna the, say anything bad. We're going to talk about the, We're going to talk about Yeah, we're not going to tell our. You know, we're all for freedom of uh, expression. Whether it's doing what Mr. Rittenhouse did or it's sitting at home, that's up for the viewer to uh, decide. What we are going to do is talk about the legality of the case and what it means Uh-oh. for us gun owners wise, right? I think. Uh, hey, Wes, we're talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think personally, I think he was a fucking idiot for open carrying an AR in that situation. Yeah, concealed carry. That well, thing. I'm no, well, no, my thing is he was bouncing around. If you're going to do that, you better have like a location set up where you know the ways in and out, and you can control all of them. You know, because I mean, in a perfect world, yeah. A uh, and R Design did it on a rooftop of their building. Yeah, fair enough. Where yeah. they had a yeah rooftop, you have a single ladder up and down. Don't fucking yeah. come up this ladder, or your ass is going to get fucking ventilated. Don't get don't get butt stroked right back off the fucking ladder. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my thing. I think in a crowd of people that you know disagree with you, don't like you, and is going to be less than happy about your fucking presence, maybe we don't do something to like, give away the fact that you're fucking armed. Like Now, I get yeah. that he was a kid, and owning a pistol for him would be very fucking illegal. But at the yes. same time, kind of put yourself in a shit situation. No? That's he my did. way of seeing it. Um. I think everything he did, though, was completely legal and justifiable. Yeah. Uh, everyone is like, oh, boo, 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 like he provoked him. <coughs> Shut the fuck up. First of all, <coughs> he's a 17 year old kid, an AR. The, like, wh- what's provoking about that? Like, yeah. welcome to America, bitch. But uh, I think everything he did was self defense. I kept coming back to the point if I was in his shoes, I'd have shot too. Yeah, I'd have shot I think everybody. And that's what shot like, I think that's what the jury. <coughs> I think that's what the jury saw. Also, uh, burden of proof. I don't know. Check your local laws around y'all. Yeah. Uh, all I mean, viewers should do it. One, See, uh, make sure one, figure out who, make sure who has the burden of proof. Uh, Wisconsin or wherever he was. It was Wisconsin, right? Correct. Yeah. In yeah. Wisconsin, yeah. In Wisconsin, yeah. the prosecutor has the uh, burden of proof, where they have to prove that it wasn't self-defense. Yeah. Not all states are like Wait, that. Not all jurisdictions are, there are like that. States that don't have that. I don't know. I mean, I think in California, if you say the word AR-15, they come and castrate you. Yeah. <laughs> don't hold yeah. me to that, but I think not, that's not the even, law there. Not even that good chemical castration either. They straight up just like. Oh no! They rubber table. band your ass, dude. Yep. They, they give you the baby sheep treatment. <laughs> They they no. take your feet, they put them in their boots, right? Straight to fuck mode, and they castrate you. 
take you right up to the fucking hayloft. <laughs> Officer, I understand that you had to castrate me because I said the word AR-15, but why do you have to look on my asshole for so long? Yeah. Didn't Listen, you know? This is California. This is, standard, this is a standard procedure. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to check it, man. Now, I'll tell you another thing that uh, I think kind of got overlooked with the Rittenhouse ordeal, too, was how quick the media and all of these people were to turn a serial child molester, that Rosenbaum dude, oh. and be like, oh, he was a hero, just because it meant burning a conservative gun owner at the stake. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that's a bit of an eye-opening moment. I think if the, if the country wasn't so polarized politically, we wouldn't even be hearing about this. This would have been a 17-year-old no. kid who's in therapy right now because he fucking domed a couple people. Well, right? and, that's the, and the rest that's of us would be moving along our deck, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's the big argument, though. If the country wasn't so fucking polarized politically, there probably wouldn't have really been a riot in the first place. You no, know? yeah. <laughs> <would have> been like, <laughs> oh, we are not touching that shit. Outside <laughs> <laughs> the WAP's right, like there was, uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of the pages I saw on like the Explore page, uh, obviously more right leaning pages, like pointing out that there's hypocrisy on both sides. I think. Yeah. Uh, don't oh, get yeah. me wrong, but like, oh yeah. Yeah, there was that uh, that one kid that shot three kids at a school, like what three weeks ago, and he got out with like, oh, yeah. like twenty thousand dollars bail, or yeah. something like that. Like, holy fuck! Basically, a fucking slap on the wrist. I had yeah, a buddy of mine in high school killed a dude drunk driving, ended up with a hundred thousand dollar bond. God damn, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, think about that. Yeah. Hmm. First, I mean, they I... said he was a good kid too, and I thought he was a fucking dickhead. But I mean, hey. <laughs> Should have showed up to the bail hearing. They're about to let him out on some low body. Like, ah, your, your honor, dude's a cunt. Look here. Yeah. <laughs> like, just get his. Mira, oh, yeah, a key. My eyes. Okay. It's a fucking you imagine, you imagine you're about to get let out on bail and somebody just comes in. They're like, I object. This guy's a cocksucker. Raise the fucking bail. <laughs> the judge is like, huh, he's got a point. Million dollars. <laughs> just like, you know what? I can Not see really, it. though. I think. If, if the media did want to get on something more like that, I'd be behind it. I think drunk drivers are the most oppressed race of people in America. Yeah, most definitely. It's just, doesn't it's, a sh- it's a shame. I think, so. what, sober drivers make up 70% of all car accident deaths? <laughs> For all our racing boys out there who like their FBI crime statistics, there's one you can shove up your ass. <laughs> hey, yeah, what's the sober bl- tr- huh? coefficient on a Mazda Miata at 90 miles an hour? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> now they're talking about putting the blow and goes in all vehicles now. Oh fuck! I heard about that. Yeah, within like ten years or something. Yeah, they're putting. See, blow that's, that's fascism. Yeah, that's fascism. This is hey, where we draw the line. If I want to go on a band. booze cruise, that's my business. It is my is my constitutional right to booze cruise. <laughs> if they're gonna do that shit, then I'm gonna start campaigning for like sanctioned booze cruising areas. Like if the, if, yes. the, if the population yes. density is less than fucking 30 per square mile, like it's booze cruise time. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like the middle of the desert. Yeah. I'm going to go find me a nice fence post to West Texas somewhere to wrap myself around. You feel me? <laughs> Calm down, Paul Walker. Nobody fucks underage girls. He's not a good person. Wait, what? He's in Hollywood. Wait, of course. Yeah, look, 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 look at Paul Walker. I don't oh, know. God damn it. These I words. like him, dude. Fuck. Now we got to cancel a dead guy. Motherfucker. <laughs> Pick him up. 
I want reanimation technology right now. This motherfucker's going to court. <laughs> Did you guys know that you know, uh, however you say your name, Maxwell, is on trial right now? I saw Did that. It gives I, thought, I oh. thought it was another week or so. No, the great distraction Maxwell, was what? Rittenhouse. Mm, All right. Damn. Well, by the time you guys are listening to this, if she is dead, go ahead and leave a comment and follow my page, seven point seven by fifty six millimeter. <laughs> Just letting you know, I saw it coming. <laughs> she died. She died of a tragic car accident in custody. Yeah, she died <laughs> of a tragic car accident inside of her jail cell. We found her in the passenger seat. COVID nineteen statistics, man. Am I right? God damn. Oh, we cannot say another that. life. I mean. Uh, uh, we're bu- we're about to get the warning banner on anime titties. Those anime titties statistics, right, Ethan? Thanks, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Does thirteen percent do fifty-four percent? I don't know. Maybe thirteen <laughs> <laughs> percent of the population is anime titties, but fifty-four percent has erections. <laughs> Did someone run these numbers? Back check. Thirteen percent of all sober drivers cause fifty-four percent of the car accident deaths. <laughs> Math doesn't check out. If you said that confident enough, I would probably believe it. I believe it. I'm with it. <laughs> Remember, everybody, don't fact check this. Just oh, take fuck. our word for it. We fact checked it for you. We fact checked it ahead of time. I got to dip out. Damn. Oh, God damn it, Walk. Yeah. yeah, I have. Uh, Gotta go. He has community service in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <Something like that. laughs> Gentlemen, it was great talking to you. Zach, yes, awesome sir. to meet you, man. Wes, right on, dude. I'll uh, I'll tuck you in later tonight, okay? Uh, nice. <laughs> see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Oh, hey, so I guess I'm the host now because I just took it. Uh oh, do you guys want to tell us? Uh, ridiculous or funny or uh, otherwise uh, retarded military stories? Ooh. Ooh, Ooh I've got a good one. Ooh, I know I you do. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> you told me. I know. I think I know which one you're going to tell. You still go on? Okay, so we had this dude, and I ain't going to say his name on here, but he was fucking retarded, right? Anime titties. Yes. He was animated. You're not doxing anybody in the military by calling them retarded, so don't worry about it. You doxed the entire U.S. military. (laughs) Right? So in any case, he's like that guy within the, like the dude that's just always fucking dicked up. Nobody really know what to do with him. So finally, we're like, dude, just paint the fucking curb in the parking lot. Like, get out of my hair, you know? And so he paints the curb, and it's like this dicked up mess, and he comes up to us, and he's like, I'm done! And he's got like fucking paint all over himself. And we're like, okay, just... Wash the fucking paint off and just go away for a while. We're trying to get rid of you. And so I watch this kid go over to his truck and he pours gasoline all over himself, which works to get paint off, you know, but it's what he did next was he reaches into his pocket and grabs a cigarette. And I swear to God, I was ready to try to put him out with a fucking crowbar. (laughs) God. But in any case, on live leak of that woman i think she's trying to wa- like wash her car by like oh my god she's at the gas pump she's pouring mm-hmm. gasoline all over all this over brand it. new like honda or, or whatever it is brand <laughs> new car covered in gasoline 
the video cuts off before the car turns on. I'm assuming it didn't catch on fire or anything like that. Unfortunately, it would have been it would have been a good way to cleanse the gene pool, as they say. You know, as only ever good people in history have said. Um, yeah, very interesting. Some people don't. I don't think they understand what what gasoline does whenever it gets it with like one spark or anything well, that, does, that actually wasn't stuff, a video man. it wasn't a tiktok that was uh one of the opening scenes to zoolander <laughs> let me see if i can find it you know they this is kind of off topic i used to love browsing live leak for for some terrible things yeah. Live Leak fucking sucks now there's no yeah. good shit on it anymore they like pulled like, all the gore it, off of it yeah, it might, is go. there is there a new oh, website sucks. and a live leak too where there's where I can see my first <laughs> return of the door. <laughs> see, when I was in, everybody was just on like some rotten.com shit. Yeah. See, can confirm. Mm-hmm. Now, actually, I uh, I had a fucking dude. Uh, he was our cook in Afghanistan. We were on a little like platoon platoon combat outpost, right? It was like it was like one yeah. platoon and like a mechanic and a cook. And yeah. Sometimes we'd get a hot, I'd say hot, like a deployment hot, just like a stateside five or something. <laughs> we get like a like an Air Force dog handler or something, right? Yeah. And so um we had this kid, once again, probably not wise to say his name, not that I think I'd be defaming him or yeah, anything. Animated. Um but he's he's our cook. I'm just gonna just gonna ignore the anime titties for a second. He's our cook. First of all, he he buys this really nice uh, like alienware gaming laptop right and he, oh, okay. he sets it up on the mkt oh, no. the mobile kitchen trailer and he, he always uses it to play his like rap and shit like he i guess he was like a soundcloud rapper when he wasn't too busy fucking up his meals because and, of course uh, he was yeah so <laughs> he sets it up and then he like goes in and i guess he takes a nap and then he comes back and his fucking laptop's gone well of course afghans fucking stole it probably pawned it for like a goat you know <laughs> we're like okay so that like that shows you how fucking stupid he is but we find out because everyone in the platoon starts getting sick and we can't figure out why. Uh, and the food starts tasting fucking weird. Well, a- apparently this kid is, uh, how many, how many people here have been in the military? Uh, Just a curiosity. I have. <laughs> uh, okay. Fair. I think three of us. <laughs> so, so, you know, you know how, like when you go out into the field mm-hmm. and they fucking, when they cook your food, they get that giant fucking pot and they boil the water and they take this bag of frozen food and they just like put it in the yep, water. Yeah. This fucking retard, right? Can't tell the difference between like water cans and JP eight cans. Oh my God. So he filled, yeah. So he, he keeps filling these fucking pots full of JP eight. Well, he fills it up and he's like, I remember it was one of the weirder things. I'm coming off tower guard. And I guess I noticed it. Cause like I'm covered in JP eight, right. From filling up generators and shit. And I walk by and I'm like, Hey, you know, man, what's, what's going on? Like, why do you look so fucking beat down? He's like, well, I just can't get this water to boil. And I was like, well, oh I don't know what to tell you, dog. Maybe turn the heat up. Right. Like I'm just, I'm just trying to come off my 12 hour tower guard shift. Like I give a fuck what the cook says. And uh, <laughs> so he does, he turns the heat up, still not boiling. He takes his bag of food and he tosses it in there. Well, as we're sitting there in fucking chow hall, like wolfing, like I think it was like chicken teriyaki or something into our fucking heads. He, uh, he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, it was the weirdest thing. You know, the bag broke in there. So I had to like scoop it out. So it's a little watery and like, oh my God, that's <laughs> kind of when we all realized it, like he's been fucking cooking our food in JPA. 
and like some level of this like high high octane fucking diesel fuel shit right has been like seeping into our food but now that it's just like dissolved the bag and we just stick a teriyaki in the bottom of a jp8 vat and he's feeding it to us and so like we go on this big health and wealth care uh health health and welfare fucking kick for him right it's like a fucking three-day event every day is field day we find he's got piss bottles under his pillow he's got like <laughs> rat droppings in his gear and Jesus i'm just like Christ. holy fuck dude like what the fuck so we of course we kick him the fuck out like this kid's actually more lethal <laughs> to us than the taliban could be right now and so they're like hey wang um <laughs> you got to get a hand receipt for his gear so i write up a hand receipt the funniest thing was no shame in saying this anymore i'm watching dudes from my platoon walk up and they're like you you laying out his gear and i'm like yeah he's like huh I lost my camelback. Grabs his. <laughs> and I was like, camelback. No. <laughs> hey, man, I hadn't seen my knee pads since I got blown up in that IED earlier in the deployment. Be like, yeah. And he's like, his are clean. Knee pads. No. <laughs> just, just straight cleaning the list off. This poor kid, dude, I didn't have any hard feelings towards him necessarily. But he comes back and he's like, yeah, he's like, I got this fucking, I got this big bill from CIF. I don't know how I'm going to pay for it. And in my mind, I'm like, fuck you, first of all. Like, Didn't I'm you try to it. fucking poison me? Yeah. It, I, like, <laughs> I legitimately, like, I, I got sick that day and then I just started eating food with the fucking interpreters. Like these dudes are over here, like frying up fresh river fish. My stomach never turned inside out after that. Like once you burn out your fucking stomach with JP eight, like I was a diesel powered soldier for a second, man. It was bad. Hell yeah. We're sorry. Uh, we're sorry, Mr. Wang, but it appears your colon cancer is not service related. Right. <laughs> yeah. Neither is my testicular cancer from the fucking Thor jamming pot. I had to carry around. Change your yeah, or my back that's a or my spinal problems. Ooh, I yeah, got those. Take too. a knee. Motion. <laughs> you be all right. <laughs> my wife gets dog. my wife gets so mad at me because every time she complains about something, I'll be like, <laughs> "Just take some ibuprofen, drink water, and change your socks." <laughs> I told my wife to try new shoes one time. She was pregnant. She fucking lost it. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my girlfriend used to be a, a dancer as a kid. And she like she's one of the only I people I was going I in a met. whole different direction. Just so you know. Yeah, we were getting dicey there. My girlfriend used to be a dancer. Like, whoa! When she was a kid. Okay. I mean, what happens in this fucking bedroom is privy to me, her, and whoever else we invite, okay? so Nice. If you're lucky. (laughs) No, but, uh, you know, every now and then I'll be like, fuck, my back hurts. And she'll be like, yeah, my knees. And, like, I actually, like, don't give her shit for that. And I'm like, I've seen what you could do. I've seen what you do. I've seen what makes you people cheer. Like, I know she's fucking hurting. I'm like, okay, fine. You're allowed to hurt. So, My ex-wife uh, wasn't that good, though. Is there a story there? Are you going anywhere with that? Oh no, no, no! I, I just okay. kind of hate my ex-wife. Like the rest <laughs> of us that have them, we I hate, hate that your ex-wife. Too. Yeah, Thanks, we man. all hate your ex-wife. You're welcome. Yeah. Tell so me. actually, this time last year, I was talking to WAP in the in the group chat that he and I are in, and uh, they were like, "Oh yeah, dude, you got to go get a fucking car." Because I was getting my divorce, and uh, she kept the car, so I was like literally walking a half mile to work every day. Nice. And uh, he's like, "Oh, just go to a fucking dealership." I was like, "Dude, when you got credit, my fucking like my credit when it's that bad, like no one gives you a line of credit, right?" Listen, buddy, I got that ex army credit. You don't even know. Oh, it's dude, my bad. credit wasn't my credit wasn't even that bad coming out of the <laughs> army. And so uh, I was like, "Yeah, I can't do it." And he's like, "Well, what's your credit score?" So I looked it up real quick. It's like a fucking four eighteen. 
<laughs> like I didn't even think they went that low, dude. I was like, holy <laughs> fuck. Well, the other night I was talking to my girlfriend and she's like, well, yeah, your credit score had to approve. You got to check it. I was like, oh, I guess I'll check it. The fucking six seventeen. Nice. I jumped nearly 200 points in a year. That's what happens nice. when you get your ex-wife's college debt off your fucking credit score. There yeah, you that'll do it. <laughs> Zach, do you Move have a the story world. that involves scales? Do what? Do oh my God. That, yeah. So, so this is fucked up. Um, I'm actually going to go outside to tell this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. So in any case, this is in my wilder days and I was stationed at Fort Polk, which is, Ooh. yeah. Um, Ooh. Yeah. I would have rather been fucked to death than stay there for four <laughs> I think years. You were fucked to death. Yeah, pretty much. But um, <laughs> in any case, so the women surrounding the base were not anyone's first pick. Like, even anime titties don't go for them that big. But, um, so, in any case, we had a competition going where we went on Amazon and bought these scales that we could put under our mattress. And whoever had the highest number won. Yo! <laughs> the number get did you win <laughs> i did not win i could have won but i got scared one time you were like this is going to end with my bones broken this ends in a four hundred thousand dollar life insurance payout to someone <laughs> <laughs> wow thank god you uh, what... life insurance policy though okay. <laughs> our platoon did something similar but it was uh, old women Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you to, yeah. You had to. Yeah, you had to better go the and other way. To get a picture of her driver's well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have a funny story there too. Oh uh, God! God damn it! <laughs> 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 no, but uh, a buddy of mine won it. He he took like a fucking sixty-nine-year-old, uh, <laughs> like sixty-eight-year-old fucking like yoga instructor. Nice. And like, I remember seeing a driver's license. I was like, "Damn, dude!" It was like, "That's like the best woman you've ever pulled." He's like, "Fuck you, I'm married." And I was like, "That's the problem." <laughs> <laughs> no, how when I came he, back, uh, from- I'm sorry. How did he like go about getting a picture of her driver's license? Like, how did he? Did he explain? Yeah, I'm having a competition where we need to see who can get nudes from the oldest woman. No, no I think his plan was quite literally just to knock her out he, with good dick. And then he just rummaged through a purse, found a driver's license, snapped a picture, put it back. I actually fucked her. Oh. Yeah. That was the place. You couldn't, you couldn't compete unless you fucked her. It didn't count. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's how the barrack skills were, too. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't go in there and just, I mean, if we're just you, observing. You had right, to have a picture great. of the scale. <laughs> yeah. I could, I could shoot long distance all day, but unless I got video or pictures of hits, no one gives a fuck if I did it or not. You know what I mean? Exactly. I got to have proof. Yeah. Yeah, it sounded more committed to this than I've been committed to anything in my life. Well, Listen, in our case, when a there was bar like tab is the winning. The oh, oh, we had a bar <laughs> tab on it. Winner, oh, nice. winner got a bar tab. Yeah, Fair yeah. I think ours was just twenty bucks in bragging rights. Congratulations, you're the nastiest bastard in the Tenth Mountain Division. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tenth Mountain. Ooh, God damn. Yeah, that's a fun fucking unit. I, I had a buddy of mine at a basic go to 10th mountain. He, uh, he's a pretty good dude, but he does like private security in Florida. Now he's nice. kind of gross about it. 
Yeah. No, it's not. Like Florida's Florida's law and like <laughs> private security is like you can't carry a rifle on duty. That's and like, funny. dude, for like a solid fucking four years, this dude was wearing like a condor drop leg for his fucking PO <laughs> seven. Hell and it yeah. Was like, and, and now yeah. he's like he's rocking an AR pistol on duty because it's legally a pistol. And I'm like, God, you're such a chode. I hate you. I mean, if it works. But I mean, when he invites you out and says, "Hey, my family's cooking," you better fucking believe there's food. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm guessing yeah. that's not the JP8 guy. No, <laughs> okay. no, 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 no. JP8 guy uh, doesn't have a brain. My buddy that was at Tenth Mountain is Dominican, and his family have endless amounts of kindness and excellent recipes. That's about right. Yeah, it was good shit. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> I do Nothing like how, and like, then I did. I did end up dating a minor for a little while, which was stop. interesting. Stop talking! <laughs> oh, this, God. Do I need to leave? It this? was drunk. It was something I found Got out it. in hindsight. We were only together for like a week. She's like, we we hadn't even like slept together, and I, and I thought because like, she's like, you're a like, good holy Catholic shit, girl. you're only five? No, no, no. no. <laughs> so I come home from Afghanistan, and like I'm still like in multicams, right? Like I don't even have my shit pulled out of storage yet, and so I was like. Me and my buddies were like, oh, dude, we're going to go down to Express. We're going to get a nice suit, you know, and we're going to go out tonight. Mind you, I'm like 19. And so I was like, fuck it. We're going to try. <laughs> and so we go to DSW Shoes and I walk in and there's this really cute blonde. And I was like, hey, you know, let me get your number. She's like, cool. So we we start going out a couple times. And uh, I think it was like day five or some shit. She's like, well, hey, my birthday's in a couple days. You want to come over? Uh, to my birthday party, you know, since we're kind of like starting this dating thing. I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, you know, I don't know thought I asked. How old are you? She's like, I'm turning 18. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> the party was like, my little pony theme. And you were like, this is not great. <laughs> well, that was the thing. I had to bring a signed copy of my report card uh, to her dad, who was uh, <laughs> an armor officer on Fort Carson. So... Things got weird really fast. That one didn't last long. But it's funny though. She was like, Yeah, it's an 18. I was like, You didn't see a fucking problem with this? Like that was that was a rude awakening. That was the first time dating as a like over 18 adult. And <laughs> yeah, every oh, ever so since then I was Yeah, I was like, ever since then I'm like a bouncer at a nightclub. Like, let me see your ID. Like, I don't have one. Be like, nah, I don't give a fuck. I'm 22. Bitch, you're 22 without a driver's license. I don't want to date you anyway. All right. How about that? You're basically 16 if you're 22 without a driver's license. Pretty much. Unless yeah, you're I mean, in like, hey, New York yeah. or something. I don't see anything wrong with women not having driver's licenses. Actually, that's in, a benefit for society. The Middle East now? <laughs> Why? Because women shouldn't drive? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, 100%. Asian women. <laughs> that's boss level shouldn't drive. Okay, what? It was... Uh... In Afghanistan, at one point, they were letting women drive again, and like the first chick they stuck oh. in a car, she like slams it into a fucking wall. <laughs> oh god, dude, <laughs> terrifying! I'm terrified of Afghan drivers. <laughs> Holy shit! Like men drivers are fucking nightmare fuel. <laughs> They're the kind of people that are like, oh, right of way. That means I can fit there, and it's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh maybe, maybe not. Don't try that. Like a drunk cokehead here. It's just really fucking scary. Oh yeah. Especially when you get passed by that like that copy and paste red Toyota Hondax <laughs> fucking motorcycle. And it's got like dad, mom, second mom, and three kids. Like two on the handlebars and like one on the saddlebag. And it's like, oh no. 
please don't hit that speed bump too fast. <laughs> like, Ooh, kid rockets. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, you know, Afghan you kids are a different breed. The fucking stratosphere, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, dude, Afghan kids are a completely cool. different breed. Holy shit. Those kids are born tough for a reason. Like, <laughs> I am legitimately terrified of the Taliban because I've seen where they come from. Okay. Can they shoot? No. Can they take a hit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They don't even need drugs to be hopped up and take rounds. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, this is nothing compared to the jingle truck that fell on me when I was a teenager. Like, what? Uh, speaking of driving, um, Zach, do you recall uh, anime titties story uh, about driving? No. Ethan. Ethan. Oh, my fucking God, yet. dude. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude is a fucking Marine and he was stationed in Japan, right? And so they're driving a Humvee and the fucking brakes go out like in Okinawa. Oh, there's nowhere you can go. And they're going down this big fucking hill. Right. <laughs> and so they're sitting there and they're like, fuck, dude, we can't do anything. If we go left, we're going to go into oncoming traffic and kill somebody. Oh, no. If we try to swerve right and hit something, we're just going to mow down fucking pedestrians. <laughs> so they figure their best bet is to get behind this little fucking Japanese car in front of them and just rear end him and let him hit the fucking brake. So he'll slow him down. The, the minute they kiss this guy's rear bumper, he stomps the brakes and the fucking Humvee just steamrolls him. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god. Imagine that, dude. Imagine being in a Humvee going downhill with no brakes. You're essentially the space shuttle fucking Columbia. You know what I mean? Like you're shaking apart. Ain't no stopping this oh, thing. Man. And you're like, there's no safe place to land. I can't. <laughs> oh, dude, tell me it wasn't reference. enough armored. Tell me it was I, not an up-armored Humvee. I don't know. I like to fucking think it was, though. I really do. <laughs> he didn't tell it. Dude, I was fucking crying whenever he told me. <laughs> oh, my God. I uh, I had a... I had, this dude in Afghanistan is, like, legitimately retarded. Like, we, we don't know with what, but we always saw him. He's, like, right in the middle of Route 1. Just standing there. Usually, he, like... He, you know, he kind of just does that, like... Yeah! And you're like, oh, no. He's there again. You know, I was a driver at the time. <laughs> So I'm the driver in truck two and uh, we're doing like 30 meter spacing, 50 meter spacing or whatever. And so uh, this dude usually would like to like run at the trucks, but we knew he was fucking retarded. Cause he's always in like pants and no t-shirt. It's like, I don't really see where a V bit's going or a fucking suicide vest is going to go. So we we knew he wasn't like a real threat until, until one day we're, we're driving. Uh, well, and that's kind of where I'm getting. So one day we're driving and we slow down for some speed bumps. And this dude hauls freight out in front of my truck. Like, I was driving a Mad V. And, uh, of course, so I locked the fucking brakes up. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm about to run an Afghan. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to feel it. That's the worst part. And uh, I legitimately thought I did, dude. I, I, like, locked these brakes up, and I just watched them disappear <laughs> under the hood. And I was like, fuck. Well, the truck behind me, because we're sliding, the truck behind me calls up over the net. He's like, go, 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 go. And I was like, what? And I was like, fucking gas pedal, dude. Like. Of course, this Cat V12 supercharged Allison transmission turbo diesel, which was like, ah! you know, I'm like trying to get the Saturn with this thing. And, uh, you know, the, the, the three truck calls up and he's like, he's under your truck. And I'm like, oh, fuck no. Like, that ain't good. Like, I don't like that at all. <laughs> TC's on the net. He's like, scratch my back, scratch my back. He's like, my gunner can't hit him. And I was like, oh, God, what do I do? And so for the uninitiated, scratch my back is a call that you might make to intentionally shoot at a truck that's not actually going to take any damage to get yeah fucking dweebs off your shit and so uh 
my team leader's like, yo, just fucking bail. Like, get out of this motherfucker. Like, we can't be here. And so, like, I basically locked the brakes up for a second time. And uh, we threw the fucking doors open. This dude's holding on to the V-bottom hull under my Matt V. <laughs> Lo and behold to me, there's a crowd of Afghans that just seen this happen. <laughs> and, of course, I come out of the truck without a gun on because I'm fucking 240 gunner. Like, I don't, I'm not strapped in the driver's seat. That shit didn't sit in my low ready, you know? I'm, I'm like, yeah. freaking out. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I got a smoke grenade and an M67. Like, figure it out. <laughs> uh, so this herd of Afghans runs over, picks this fucking dude up, drags him out from under the truck, takes him to the center median, and proceeds to beat the fucking daylight out of this guy. Like, actually oh, no. rips this dude apart. And I was like, oh, God. And of course, my platoon sergeant's like, yo, get away from the truck. Like, let's let's take a look at it. It's clear. And so the interpreter starts talking to this guy, and he's like, yeah, he's just, you know, he's just not right in the head. <laughs> no fucking clearly you know he's got rug burr or you know road rash all over his back and shit so we we come by a couple days later this dude's like legitimately tied to his sign like a fucking street post <laughs> and, like, oh my god and we drive by dude i'm fucking choked i'm at the time i'm smoking right and i'm like we we didn't give a fuck like we were smoking on that truck i legitimately remember like snorting my cigarette smoke and it burning so bad when i saw this shit and like my tc couldn't see it because it's all portholes you're driving a fucking land submarine my gunner's laughing his ass off he's rolling the turret to keep up with it just like, oh jesus oh no it was it was one of the funniest fucking moments of my life easily that's excellent <laughs> so, so that that's how i witnessed little... my first war crime <laughs> makes me feel a little better about all those movies i was thinking like you know the tom cruise or whatever will just latch onto the bottom of a truck i'm thinking like there's no way he can hold on to the bottom of the truck. I guess if that fucking retarded Afghani guy can do it, then <laughs> I don't know. Man, retard strength is a thing. I was about to say oh, there's two factors you're not thinking of. A, you got to think of retard strength, right? Can't write that out. No. B, you got to remember this is a Matt V, and I think the fastest I ever did in that thing was like 55 miles an hour. So don't say you're gonna t- you cap that bitch out at like 45. <laughs> yeah, the governor is like, <laughs> dude, you take a turn at 45, and it's. Yeah, it feels like you're fucking initial oh, yeah, drifting. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> you're watching that speed on the dash. That little balance speed is like really quickly shifting its way to the outer <laughs> limits. You're like, oh no, <laughs> this little maneuver is going to cost us 51 years. Harambe, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you have any bubble. similar stories? Uh, I don't actually. Uh, well, I, I never went boring. Up. Hey, I've got one. I I didn't go on a combat deployment, so I didn't get to do all the cool guy shit. Didn't get to uh, run over any retarded Afghanis. I didn't uh, run damn. him over. All right, <laughs> this dude did some fucking fast five, fast six shit, and I, <laughs> he tried he to hijack my shit, dude. <laughs> so my story is not nearly as cool, but uh, uh, we witnessed a uh, a kid rocket attack uh <laughs> in a non-combat zone and if you don't know what that is it's uh it's when the locals they pile all their family in the car uh they don't know what seatbelts are and oh, uh that. they drive Can't really really fast and not very well and if they hit something they launch a rocket <laughs> aka their kid uh <laughs> so we're driving down the highway uh and we just come up on a traffic jam and uh it's just a car with the windshield busted out and the kid laying in the street because uh, his parents hit something, and he just straight up yeeted oh, through the windshield and uh, <laughs> smacked his head on the asphalt. Holy uh, shit, man. What a funny story. 
I you really I came through with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Sorry, I remember. Ah, what dead kids. Uh, Anybody got any? Uh, anything else? <laughs> what, what, what do you guys do? What do you guys do shooting wise outside of long range? Uh, like, what are you guys getting into? You know, that kind of stuff. Absolutely nothing. Literally zero additional shooting outside of long distance. As a matter <laughs> of fact, the handgun I carry is more just for effect. Right. I mean, that's that's not too far from the actual, like, even if you're in full kit with a handgun. <laughs> it's less of a secondary role and more of a tool. Like, like whenever, to make whenever sure you can get to the chow hall without taking the fucking 2010 with you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, like, but no, like if my rifle goes black, I'm fixing my fucking rifle. I'm not going to a pistol. I'm getting behind cover and fixing it. The pistol is if I come up on someone and I need to go hands on, I'm going to stick that motherfucker in his face and he's going to do whatever I tell him to. I don't really give a shit about like, oh, I'm going to call a duty swapping is faster than reload. Like, no. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, obviously that guy who says swapping is faster than reloading has never once tried to fucking hot swap a 27, 28 pound fucking PRS rifle. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Things longer than shit. I think my rifle when it's going to be done because it's getting getting a new barrel on it right now. I think when it's done, it's going to be like fucking. What did I do the math at? Like 52 inches overall. Good God. 50, 54 inches or some shit like that. I mean, it's it's That's a 26 inch 6.5 with a KRG Bravo and some length of pull spacers. I, I can't remember the specifics, but like, nice. it's a fucking long boy. Yeah, like, that's like, you know, you level with that. me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck you, short people. Sorry. <laughs> Zach, didn't you just tell me it, no less than six hours ago you were about to buy a SIG P320? Yes, actually. Okay. Um, um don't drop it do what oh shut up what the fucking don't drop it shut the fuck it doesn't fuck up shut up (laughs) only the army ones did that and i really hope it got a few people that i know but (laughs) (laughs) in any case ideally that you knew yes preferably on video but no with the 320 (laughs) it fucking I just like the way they handle. I'm, I'm not really picky with handguns. I'm gonna keep it real. Like I'll yeah. shoot Glock, Sigs, whatever. It's just I don't really enjoy shooting handguns. So whatever just kind of feels good at the moment. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna run this for a little bit. People that get too picky with handguns are fucking annoying. They're like, oh, I don't like yeah. Glocks because it doesn't fit my hand right. I'm like, yeah, well, have you ever actually shot one? They're like, no, but I handled a 17 in the gun store one time, and the grip <laughs> angle was totally off. I'm like, are are you fucking retarded? Have, like, have you tried like, fucking training cool. with it? People that bitch about grip angle on any gun, they're like, oh, I hate a grip angle. I only like a grip angle on a 1911. And then you look at their groups at fucking five yards and it's like side of the dinner plate. It's like, wow, okay. I can tell uh, that. There's one pistol I've shot that I, I genuinely think the grip angle is a valid complaint, and that is my Luger because the grip angle wow. is like 45 degrees. Well, that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a the little different. Reverse yeah, into that got, like a fucking a... Tango down grip that you slam the mag into. <laughs> <laughs> The reverse side of that is the uh, Star Astra. If you guys have never shot oh, that, yeah. that that fucking grip is like eighteen degrees. Yes. I mean, it's you thought a fucking Sig pistol had a pretty. Oh no, this is like holding a coat hanger in your hand. It's wow. Star handguns all kind of look like a kid drew an impression of a known handgun. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just and looked the, up Star Astra. It looks like a P thirty eight. Fuck the nineteen eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is a pretty good. One. Ugly fucking gun. Yeah, it's bad. It's actually uh, what nightmares are made out of. I mean, oh, that's awful. Yeah, the one star I've ever shot. It looked like the guy that uh, Wang was talking about, the Afghan that he ran over. It looks like that guy tried to draw a 1911 from memory. <laughs> Why'd they circumcise hey, part of it? <laughs> That's so funny. Facts: the barrel's <laughs> actually in the middle of that. No, when when you rack it, the barrel is like there's there's no guide. Like the guide rod doesn't. It's not below the the barrel. It's like around, around the it. barrel. Yeah. What? So it's like when when the gun recoils and the slide comes back, it's like it's like a red rocket. <laughs> it's like dog dick, dude. It's if you Cerakoted that barrel red, it would look like every time you pull the trigger, it's fucking dog, dog hard on. Like it's gross. So Zach, I was asking about uh, you buying that 320 because I was gonna get you to talk about night vision. Uh, so if yes. you guys oh, have any God. night vision questions, Zach is here. Yes, that's actually the um usually cocaine sales and rigorous budgeting. Personally, I, I sell say my something body. else about rigorous. <laughs> I sell my body. That's pretty rigorous. I don't know. Yes. What to, and I'm uh, still saving because I'm fucking shit in bed. <laughs> <laughs> are they? Uh, are they dual tubes? Yes. Um, I'm running a. Here, let me grab it real quick. It's a Photonis Echo White Phosphor uh, RNBG. So it's a fixed bridge duels. It's really close to like the older Anvis type designs, just a whole lot tougher. So so night vision. the night vision section. We're going to go back to talking <laughs> about anime. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say the only night vision I'm interested in is a clip on and I'm not buying a car if, for that. Shit, if five, five, six was here, I'm sure he'd have okay. a little more to ask, but like, I'm just be, because I'm nowhere near being able to afford night vision. I've specifically gotten, as little information as possible about it because as soon as I like get into something, I like start looking up a bunch of shit about it. I'm like, oh my god, I have to buy one. But I can't buy the entry level model. No, I have to buy this and this. I'm like right. super so if I only with that type of thing. So if I like start looking at night vision for long enough, I will start really wanting one. And I c I can't do that. So yeah, if I, I only eat twelve hundred calories a day, I can save four dollars and thirty three cents <laughs> each day. Actually, you can go fewer calories than that. If you stick yeah, who to about are you buying your calories from? That's very expensive. <laughs> how, how much money can I get on eBay for this spare tire? Fuck that, <laughs> now, something worth considering with night vision, though. And I know Ethan's fucking sick of hearing me say it because I bring it up in the group chat every time every it gets day brought time. up. So with getting into night vision, getting a green tube PVS-14 and just kind of the basic entry-level night vision rig, Costs about the same as setting up a mid-grade AR, uh, yep. i.e. like a BCM with like a Vortex Viper 1-6 to six and just kind of a oh. mid-duty grade type rig. Mm -hmm. So it's worth considering, like, if you're going to set up another rifle, you could get into night vision instead. And then set up your current rifle for night vision. I mean, that's you can get a, pretty, a pretty cheap ordeal, oh, really. Yeah, like 500 bucks for a half-decent illuminator. Yeah. And a Holosun makes a yeah, like I said, a half decent one. You can even go up a little bit and get a, you know, a D ball for like twelve. Oh, you can get you can get used D balls. You can get a used D ball for like five six hundred bucks, man. Oh yeah, well I'm just talking, you know, brand new. Even oh yeah. If you stick with like the the D uh, the Steiner. It's the I two. Is it's like about eight hundred bucks. 
Yeah, it's like the, it doesn't have a flood, but it doesn't have a, it does have a pointer. Yes. Um, so the I two no. has a version that has an illuminator and an IR laser. There's just no visible option, which is oh, fine sure. with me because I've never seen anyone actually use a visible laser for anything other than to zero the IR. My unit used to uh, used to train visible laser for uh, low light because a lot of us didn't have flashlights. Believe it or not, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, we would we like broom clearing, like close quarter stuff. Yeah, uh, you'd you'd run, you know, visible laser in in lieu of a surefire because yeah, we were a fucking scout platoon that everyone forgot about. So like, we, a lot of us yeah. didn't even have light light. So we would just we would just run <laughs> nods uh, nods with laser. And generally speaking, when you went into the room, you'd pop your nods up, which sounds really counterintuitive, but it's not as bad as it is for low light scenarios. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It was, it, we we trained with it. We figured if we had it on the gun, we we're gonna we we're gonna practice with it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, speaking speaking of uh, not having lights, uh, do you have any light recommendations for some of our listeners? This is a topic we don't really talk about every Ooh, yes. single episode. <laughs> <laughs> if if you're just talking like white light, yes, for, for a rifle. Uh, the cloud defensive rain is really yes. hard to beat. Yes, you're talking. You know, you're talking fourteen. 100 lumens, something like 65,000 candela, which is a fucking ton and a really tight hotspot. I know a lot of YouTube yeah. videos are going to go on and on about that, but like for a rifle specifically, like mind you, I've run a 14.5 with a fucking, what is that? A Streamlight? Is this Streamlight HLX? It's like a thousand hey, lumen fucking hundred bottle Those are not light. bad. No, I, they're I not. And those. those are actually pretty good. I can tell you I've engaged steel targets, you know, to 150 yards of this and nothing but a red dot. Yeah. Um, you know, and the the cloud defensive rain is nice because it gives you surefire mounting, right? So you, yes. you've got scout light mounting pattern, which means you get a ton of options. And cloud defensive has a ton of options on deck too. Yes, yeah. Um, it comes with Picatinny out of the box. So if you mm-hmm. can't afford a cloud defensive light, dig out that one stupid fucking M-lock Picatinny section that's been floating <laughs> to the bottom of your parts bin for a million years. You know, uh, they come with. Um, the tube can be rebuilt from either end, so you can actually access almost everything from both sides. Which is nice for your mounting options, but it also gives you the option for rechargeable 18650s, which are clutch. And yes. it comes with a pressure pad in the box, yes. which is highly underrated. It's not the world's right. greatest pressure pad, I'll admit, but like having to spend an additional 70 to 80 bucks to get a surefire rig that's as effective and debatably less effective. Yeah. It's just. Oh, dude, it's fucking clean. Like, honestly, the cloud defensive rains are some of the best. And even their micro model, um, the, the I short got range. One of those too. Yeah, it's 1500 lumen, or excuse me, uh, 1300 lumens and less candela, but it's on par with a surefire and it's just shorter runtime. Yeah. So instead of getting a less dim light, you get one that doesn't last as long, which personally I would fucking spring for any day of the week. So, I mean, uh, this segment of the podcast was brought to you by Cloud Defensive. Right. <laughs> in, in all seriousness, though, no. In, one thing I'm really hyped for actually is their pistol light. That thing looks yes. really fucking cool. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. And if you're on a serious fucking budget, consider Streamlight because 180 bucks for an yeah, HLX for a total package. Those are like I, that's like fucking one. That's if you're going to no, dude. That's if you're going to like Fud's gun shop, fucking local <laughs> town bullshit. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's yeah. true. I, I'm just I'm just talking worst case scenario. That's Picatinny mount, surefire mounting, decently bright. You know, projects pretty far. Comes with a pressure pad in the box. Like, 
you got almost everything you need to start mm-hmm. hooking a jabbing right there. Uh, I'm yep. a big fan of uh, the light that Malkoff recently released. Their 1860 the body. Yes. Yes. I have one of those, and it. Uh, I think honestly, I feel like it's a little bit better than the PLH from Mod Light. Hmm. And I'm not a fuel. big fan of Mod Light, so. I will. Uh, it's, it's cool. We shit on Corey Star like weekly here. So okay. <laughs> god damn, dude! Like they make they make a good product. Don't be wrong. Their social media is just oh, a god. fucking mess. Like, <laughs> this dude just gets in his goddamn feels about everything. Hey, Ethan! I just uh, I just kind of realized that when I dropped connection earlier, I didn't get your recording app kickstarted again so oh, no I'll i just got it going out. again but yeah I'll just a just, heads up <laughs> i'll just uh i'll just cut my arms later um oh, so anime titties later yeah i'll just <laughs> animate titties later no i'll just i'll just uh fucking harm myself later what do you mean he's gonna cut out pictures of anime titties later is what yes. he said nice. no that's not what i said I said that I will physically harm my body because of this. <laughs> that is what I said. Do, shall I elaborate? Okay. You should carve so Zach, name Wes into your wrist. Yes. Oh, my word. So, Zach, I have a dumb night vision question for you. Um, we were, You were talking to me earlier about uh, that 320 with the Romeo dot. Um, yes. So, question. I've shot night vision before. Uh, honestly, never with handguns, even though I'm a handgun guy. Why yeah. do all the night vision guys want to use dots instead of just irons? Does it so see basically you you cannot night vision doesn't focus on something close and far at the same time, kind of mm. like you can with your naked eyes. So your irons are just going to be a really general blur where you can't really aim. And where the dot comes in is you're just passive aiming through that dot, and it's literally you're just superimposing a dot on anything where you can't aim with the irons. Yeah. I see. I mean. Red dots are just reflections at an infinite distance, so they work really well with nods. Yes, that makes sense. That's another thing, too, on what I was saying earlier with getting into nods in general. If you really are balling on a budget, and you're like, all right, I've got a PBS-14, now I've got to set a rifle up, get you a fucking hollow sun and like a 193 mount, and you can pass a pain and run that thing indefinitely. Oh, just something yeah. to consider. And I mean, later on, add a surefire vampire in. Like whenever I was running my uh, 11 and a half inch HRT clone, I wasn't even running a laser. I was just passive aiming through a T2 and I had a surefire vampire for illumination. Now for a podcast called clone incorrect, I will say that HRT clone was a little too correct, but um, that's <laughs> a different. Topic. Yeah, buddy, that thing had an arms room tag on it when I got it. <laughs> when you got it. Yeah. When you were given. Yeah. All right. Yeah. When I was issued it. Hint, yeah. hint, wink, wink. Yeah, right. Um, no, you're you're right on the one nine three mounts. Uh, you know, from the time I've spent behind nods with a with a carbine, uh, you want a fucking neck uh, mount. Yeah, that's yeah, and like, that like, is what converted me to giraffe mounts. Yeah, if you guys haven't <laughs> tried giraffe mounts, man, they change your life. They're they're so they, they much really better. Do. It's it's a more natural fucking feel. It's just as far as running now. If you're trying to get prone and get accurate with shit, no, you want a lower mount. But if you're running and gun and shit like that, then yeah, they're lower. yeah. I I kind of arrived to this from the opposite direction because I ran uh, lower one third for so long 
Mm-hmm. And then a couple years ago, I bought an, uh, an EOTech, but it was like the absolute mount. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, I hate this so much. <laughs> like, I fucking hated it. And I returned it the same day. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> fuck me. Dude, it's uh, so weird to me. Uh, one of my buddies, dude, fucking 10 years ago now, uh, went right after about my first AR, he was running like a like a comp M3, comp M4 on a fucking uh, PRI three-hole riser like 10 yeah. years ago. And I used to think he was the fucking weirdest dude ever. <laughs> you know, and even then, like Magpul Dynamics was like, oh, oh, this is how you're going to run your gun and everything. And, you know, tumblers, fucking gun pages were all cool. and But oh, no one God. was running really tall mounts for the most part. Yeah. And it's just the fucking weirdest thing to think that, like, in 10 years, the whole gun community is, like, starting yes. to gradually accept this high mount. And it's like, my buddy is still super humble about it all. He's like, yeah, I just like it because it feels good. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, he has Fair no enough. better reason. He's just like, oh, it's like I get to keep my head up a little bit more. And I, I'm like, I, I don't want to, like, make him sound like a fucking dweeb because he's not a super smart guy and a great shooter. But, you know, he never had, like, big grandiose logic behind it. Like, there's just benefits that yeah. we've learned over time, right? Like, shooting with nods and, you know, heads up shooting, uh, more aggressive movements are, are a little easier to manage with that higher amount. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the whole time he's just like, yeah, I like it. I think it's faster. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> I think it's okay. faster and it feels better. Yeah. All he's right, like, I don't, have do to, I don't have to crane my neck forward. I was like, okay, sure. Whatever you say, fucking weirdo, you know? And now I'm over <laughs> here looking at like the Knight's armament mount. It's like a 224 and shit. And I'm like, yes, Ugh. those things are fucking sweet, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staring at one online right now and I'm like, oh, God, I can feel mistakes happening. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, they're fucking sweet. Um, yeah. I, I like the uh, what is it, the Unity fast mounts too. I was between that and the Knight's Arm and bouncing between it on a couple of my rigs. Uh, the Unity fast mounts, you know. And honestly, I'll I'll be very clear. I don't own either. I have yeah. finger fucked both though. Uh, the Unity fast mounts mm. are sick. They've kind of got like a built-in um, rear sight assembly. Oh no, they have a full set. Of, mine had a full set of irons, and it was front and rear. They were just kind of fucking well, useless. <laughs> I mean, I, I say I'm rear crazy, sight good sight radius. Right, <laughs> two inches of sight radius. I I know that I save rear sight. I'm just thinking because that is obviously behind your front sight, but eight um, inches at average. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, it's got that. But honestly, I, I'm kind of leaning towards the knights for for two big reasons. Uh, it gives you that option for getting that magnifier up there behind it, which yes. I'm a big fan of. I'm a huge fan of that magnifier red dot combo. And then on top of that, when you get the magnifier out of the way, you can actually run regular iron sights yes which like and i I don't want to be the guy who's like oh you always need to run your irons but like i understand that a lot of red dots are pretty fucking tough these days and i can count on them yeah i also don't fucking care what you think about me and my rig and i'm gonna run fixed (laughs) irons i'm gonna run fixed irons and i'm gonna run that knight's mount and i'm gonna run a magnifier and it's all gonna be on the gun and i'm not gonna have to qd anything it's just gonna be fucking sick man i feel you excited Something with the uh, Unity that I actually really liked, though, was as far as the magnifier, instead of going out to the side with the Unity magnifier mount, yeah, it's just straight up and down. down. That's, yeah, yeah, that's fucking sweet. Part. That's hot. That's pretty sick. I do like that. Actually, I want to see if... Uh... No, never mind. Sorry, I was thinking maybe I could do that with the Knight's mount, but I can't. Um, I, think I don't think so, I think there's one company no. that makes a magnifier mount, but it's like a third-party mount for like an EOTech magnifier. Yeah, it's designed to kind of do the same thing, but it's I'm not I'm not gonna go track that fucking thing down. Yeah, I feel you. My ass. <laughs> it could go out to the right. I don't fucking care. 
Uh, yeah, do either enough. one of you, since you're like long range guys, I guess, do you do hand loading or reloading at all? Ooh. I do not. <laughs> I also do not. Oh, well, there goes the so, three other questions I have. Question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I know a decent amount about reloading. I'm not, I'm not like fucking cranking out sub MOA loads on the regular, but factory ammo's come a long fucking way. And honestly, yeah. dude, like, oh, yeah. it it, especially has. like I, I live here in Colorado and I've got the folks at mile high shooting right up the road. Essentially. They're like 30, oh, 40 shit. minutes away. Nice. Uh, and they're good dudes. They've got a ton of knowledge, but you know, one of the things that I do at work, cause I work in a gun store is like, I will scour fucking review pages all day long. And I will yeah. find somebody who's like, Oh, I got this Tika. T3 CTR and a KRG Bravo chassis, and I'm running 147 grain Hornady ELBMs, and I'm getting half inch groups. And it's like sick. And I'll add that to the list for that gun that shoots well. Yep. It's it's not that hard, especially for a lot of, like, especially for 6.5, but it's not that hard to to find a working factory load. Um, I mean, you know, Hornady you, ELD and Black Hills both are making fucking outstanding factory oh, ammo yeah, right now. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, oh, they yeah. are. And, you know, it's, it's, it just just shoot good ammo. It's yeah. it's not that hard. The uh, only I would reason say, I would throw a nozzler too. I've had really good results with nozzler stuff. I've been wanting to play with nozzler in this uh, new recce build I'm doing. I think I'm gonna order some. Nozzler's a little hit or miss. Hey, nozzler right now on their website is selling 77 grain uh, OTMs. Ooh. Uh, what they call their constant uh, custom comp yeah. stuff. I think they're Ooh. selling it for like $34 a box of 20. But if you go on Ammo Seek, you can find a couple places selling it for about $23, $24 a box of 20. Nice. So something to think about. That is good stuff because it hits harder than fuck, but it doesn't group as well as I'd like it to. Yeah. But I mean, that being said, like when it comes to, to accuracy, most people out there could never reap the benefits of an excellently loaded, hand loaded gun. You yeah, got a point that's there. Just a fucking truth of it, dude. Like I get yeah. it. Like you want the lower SDs, you want the higher grouping. But realistically, what people don't realize is that when you're handloading, it's not about how tight you can make a group. <laughs> Most guys handloading, especially for PRS, could give a fuck if it groups more or less than half an inch. It plus yeah. or minus a quarter, right? Generally speaking, they're like, "Did I get it close to three thousand? Like that's yeah. what they want. They want the fucking speed." Because the yeah. faster that bullet moves, the less wind <laughs> they have to contend with. And factory yep. loads, a lot of times, are a little anemic. So it's yep. like most people have a lot more to learn just pulling the fucking trigger than they do going yes. out there and buying a Dillon press and buying all the books. And they're like, congratulations, you've got these great groups with very low SDs. I've also got the exact <laughs> same groups with 20 foot per second standard deviations. Yeah. And I can still shoot three fucking times further than you can without assistance. Like I feel personally attacked. <laughs> Because I have six reloading manuals. Throw them all away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Throw them all the away. Fucking internet. Burn them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, use, I use that too a lot. Though. You guys read books? Yeah. The uh, so, Hodgkin. Nerds. So I'm not a fucking reloader, but I don't understand the concept of people buying books on reloading whenever all of these fucking awesome loads are all over the internet. They're, they're not all. Like, I've seen there. so many good loads on Pornhub, it's not even funny. That's the real Black Hills right there. You know what I mean? Son of a bitch. <laughs> that's, a, that's an excellent group of five. Before we wrap, <laughs> I actually had a, a few like quick questions about like, I, I don't know a lot about long range. The longest I've ever shot was like 400 yards with a red dot one time, just because I did it one time. So I have like no experience with it. For someone just getting into it, 
Would you recommend that they, uh, like, they're not looking to spend a lot of money. They're trying to see if they like long range. Do you think they should go with a 308 or a 6.5? Because how I understand it, 6.5 is better, 308 is cheaper, and also decent. Or is You'll there a learn more thing? about it with a 308. Yeah, I would say. I mean, it just forces you to be better with wind calls and shit than the 6.5 <laughs> yeah, does. Yeah, seriously. I mean, 308's coming across the finish line with a way bigger arc. Right, that that parabolic arc yeah. that everyone's always worried about, con- uh, you know, dealing with. So, I mean, when it comes to think skills like range estimation, right? How well did you laser range your target? You, when you're shooting at extended distances, those are going to be a big thing. As well as like, you know, like Zach said, the wind is going to fuck you. But six five and three oh eight, there's no difference in price. I'm sorry, like yeah. it's just not. And, and and I'm not talking about like what people are selling it for. I'm talking retailer MSRP and minimal accepted price from from distributors. Like they're the same fucking price. Yeah, the projectiles yeah, are nearly identically uh, nearly identically weighted. The same yeah. fucking case, just slightly neck down. Generally, the same yeah, power. Six five has like, become a standard cartridge, more or less. Yeah, so. it's it's yeah. very much a standard cartridge. If your goal going into long distance shooting, and this is what I tell a lot of my students, if you're breaking into it and you already shoot three hundred eight, shoot three hundred eight. Like yep. Zach said, you're going to learn a lot more. I came up on 308, and, and I'm happy about it. Um, yep. I'm also switching to 6.5, Then there's some logic there. You know, here in Colorado, I can I can run 168s out to a grand. Yeah. Uh, and I can do it pretty consistently, but I cannot do that at sea level. So 308 has some some teething issues you have to learn. Yeah. 6.5 is just going to fucking bang out of the box all day. I think 20-inch <laughs> 308 SPS Tactical Remington with 168 green federal gold medal match, I think was giving me 13.2 mil holds at 1,000. Uh, 26 inch 6.5 Creed 147 grain ELBMs has given me 8.9. Yeah. So it is a considerably shooter flatting round. Uh, flatter shooter shooting flatting. round. There we go. The shooter flatting. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if your goal, if your goal going into long distance shooting is like, I want to shoot at a mile, do yourself a favor, buy the 6.5. Yeah. You're going to be shooting the quote unquote 308 style ballistics when you get to a mile. So you're going to have to learn yeah. it there. But yeah. at least now you're not looking at two guns, right? You're yeah. not looking at the, the expensive glass and all the expensive ammo for two separate guns. But if you're just like, oh, a thousand's my cap, you, maybe you maybe you run 308. You know, it doubles as a decent yeah. hunting round in almost every state. No matter what anyone says, you can still hunt elk with fucking 6.5. You just got to not be a yeah. poon and hit correctly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean both are both are very common. Both are very inexpensive, lower recoiling considerably, um, and there's a, there's a lot out there that supports both. Like just choose the one you want. If your goal is to shoot out to a grand and you're not interested in shooting further, you you can pick either one. But if you yeah. are considering that like ELR lifestyle, open up the six five. Biggest thing for somebody getting biggest thing for somebody getting into long range too is get whatever rig is fucking available, set it up, and start getting some trigger time. Because, like, people focus yeah, on gear true. so much. But the thing is, is, like, even long range, it's, what, 20% gun and the other 80% is the person pulling the trigger. Like, there's, it's just the knowledge of how to do these things. And I would break that down further and say it's 20% gun, 40% equipment supporting. Yes. And the rest trigger time. Like, yeah. it, long, what I tell my students. Oh, a tripod's fucking mandatory. You say that, and I don't own one. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I legitimately, I'll go out and I'll bang seven hundred off a fucking VTAC barrier. I practice other things, like oh, I don't have the money for a tripod yet. So it's on the list. Trust me. Uh, that's <laughs> this divorce fucked me hard. But I, um, I tell people all the time, you know, like 
if you've got a $2,000 budget, you can go and you can buy a, let's see, I hate to say this, but you could honestly buy a, a Thompson Center Compass 6.5 Creed, right? Buy a Bell and Carlson stock to go with it. And at that point, you're deep like 700 bucks. Yeah. Uh, get a, get a fucking Vortex Strike Eagle 5 to 25. Toss that yeah. bitch on there. You're, you know, another 600 bucks deeper and then go get a Kestrel's drop by yep. a decent ballistic calculator. Don't, don't go and get Hornady Ford off or some bullshit. Like I yeah. encourage you, I implore you even go by the long range shooting fundamental handbook uh, from mm-hmm. fucking what's face, the Ranger dweeb. Good book, by the way. Great review. Go get shooter, go get shooter ballistic calculator on the app store. It's a $10 app. There is no free paid version. Um, it's just paid, but it is yeah. the most in-depth app you're gonna get that is not a Kestrel. Yeah, you start learning how to operate all that that side equipment, and dude, you're you're going to be so much more effective. I can take yeah. students out on a four-hour private, run them across my labrador, get their ballistics, throw them through the Kestrel drop, get the atmospherics, pump it into to shooter, and then immediately take them down to the long range area, load them up on a thousand rounds, and be making hits in five rounds on a gun they've never fucking shot before. Oh, it yeah. is not that hard. Like it's, you spend eleven hundred dollars on a gun and let your remaining four hundred dollars just be supporting equipment. Go get a hundred dollar yeah. chronograph, a Kestrel drop, and a ballistic calculator, and holy shit, you're fucking with your pants down. Like yep. you're already ahead of the game than most people that have already spent three thousand dollars. Oh yeah. Like it's it's that supporting equipment. You long range shooting is is controlling all of the uncontrollable. Yeah. Right. You you should know your density altitude, or if you're going to be that weirdo, your pressure and your altitude and your humidity. <laughs> you should know all those things because those are factors you need to account for. Once they've been accounted for, you're just getting more accurate results on the ballistic indicator. Your effective, accurate range has been extended at that point. Yes. Easy peasy. Hey Harambe, did you have something? Oh, I just wanted to ask uh, back on the the night vision subject. Uh, in my experience, when you're prone shooting with night vision, it's the Oof. most annoying thing in the world. Do it you have, be. do you have any like suggestions or tips? I know a lot of people put weights on the back of their freaking yeah. helmets. Uh, I've never used one. Do they help? Do you know, do you have any experience with something like that? Yeah. So, um, like with the RNVG right now, most of the time I don't even run a helmet. I'm running a fucking cry nightcap, just like a skull. Crusher. Yeah. That's so, what I'm talking and with that, I've got a Wilcox mount that I can adjust the cant up and down on the angle mm-hmm. of my night vision. So if I'm okay. going to be prone for a minute, I can just adjust that cant a little bit, and I'm looking through it like normal. I'll it's, tell you what, man. I didn't have a Wilcox mount. I didn't have a fucking skull crusher. I had an God, I wish I had a fucking Wilcox when I was in. I, oh, my God. <laughs> I had a standard J-arm, and I'll tell you right now, dude. I hate telling people this because it hurts my soul, but... You get in the prone with night vision, just assume that dirt, nasty, fucking 1962-era Marine Corps prone shooting position, that figure four. Yeah. The moment you, like, reduce that weird angle between, like, your head trying to look 90 degrees counter to your body, yeah. and you, like, roll it out a little bit, it, dude, it's so much more comfortable. Even just that it alone. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's if you don't want to spend any money at all. Yeah. Uh, seven, seven. Did you have anything, uh, long range related? Any other questions? Uh, no, I was going to say, I think that pretty much covered it. I think in the near future, you may have just costed me some money. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> but, 
Uh, other than that, I think that, that pretty much wraps it up. If, does anyone else have anything to ask them? All right, I guess not, since one of us just left. Um, yeah, so where, where can we find you? I know you mentioned you had classes, Wes. How can, how can our listeners uh, go about finding one of your classes? Uh, <laughs> personal views being separate from professional ideology. Uh, I'm, I'm in central Colorado. I'm in the Lakewood area, uh, Lakewood, Denver area. If you look up long range courses there, you're going to find me. All right, cool. And remember everybody, uh-huh. since, since you found him through the show, just whenever you get there, tell him that you found him through cloning correct. And he will give you the course for free. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you're all fucking high. <laughs> yeah. All right, right. so I want to do a new tradition. Um, I want to end the show on a word or phrase from either of you, from both of you. You'll each give me one, uh, but a word or phrase. uh, I'll have Zach go first, then Wes, and that will end the show. And uh, thanks, guys, for being on. You're welcome for my service. Ooh, Ooh, dirty. (laughs) Say that again? Say that again? You're welcome for my service. All right. Thank, thank you for you. your cervix. Yeah. Thank you. I, I think the only way to out Chad that is to That's run with straight my, fucking uh, sarcasm, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only way to out Chad that is my old sniper section motto is fucking uh, light fighters, night fighters, and long distance service providers. <laughs> <laughs>